Good afternoon and welcome to today's Downing Street press conference. I'm pleased to be joined by Chief Medical Officer Since the global spread of COVID-19, life as we know it has changed. Many countries have faced some kind of lockdown with shops and businesses closed. People confined to their homes, living in fear of where the virus might strike next, and all of us getting used to a world where we live at a different pace. For some people, used to the kind of lifestyle interacting with many others, it's been a real adjustment. And for one group, it's been more difficult than most, even if we are all in it together. That's the thing about COVID-19. It doesn't care about how rich you are, how famous you are. That was Madonna for her bath, musing on the effects of the coronavirus via her Instagram account. The closing down of normal life has led celebrities to react in different ways. Hello, everybody. I'm Joe Wicks, the body coach, and I've got an exciting announcement to make. Starting Monday, every single day, from Monday to Friday, I'm going to do a live workout called PE with Joe. From Joe Wicks' attempt to keep the nation moving to Jack Monroe's free recipes for lockdown larders, some celebrities have been using their status to good effect by harnessing online channels to amuse and educate the public. And then others haven't got it quite so right. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us. Gal Gadot's well-intentioned but somewhat painful celeb sing-along of Imagine hit a sour note, as did singer Pharrell Williams' effort to get fans to contribute to a GoFundMe for health workers. His fans, many facing financial hardship, gave a stinging response that was far from happy. Yet from Live Aid to Live 8, Red Nose Day to Sport Aid, celebrities are used to being the public face of fundraising. But what happens when social distancing means that you can't run a mass concert? Hi, this is Lady Gaga, and today I'm so happy that we are one world together at home. What I'd like to do tonight, if I can, is just give you the permission to, for a moment, smile though your heart is breaking. Lady Gaga's One World Together at Home was hugely successful, but with lockdown unlikely to lift anytime soon, what's next for celebrities in quarantine? Welcome to The Know How, a podcast aimed at bringing academics and professionals together to dissect the pressing matters of today. I'm Dr. Glenda Cooper. And I'm Dr. Lindsay Blumel. The New York Times has declared that the coronavirus has swiftly dismantled the cult of celebrity. Success for celebrities is often dependent on their ability to both be aspirational and approachable. But lockdown has exposed the gulf between them and us. And so how can celebrities operate in these extraordinary times? We talked, online appropriately enough, to Dr Ben Falk, author of Celebrity Journalism, How to Make It Your Career, and who's also written biographies of Robert Downey Jr. and Brian Cox. I began by asking him... Which celebrities had got it right in a COVID-19 world? There are sort of two or three that I've been really impressed by um, personally. One of them is Andrew Lloyd Webber. For those of you who don't know, he opened up a, um, a free YouTube channel um, where he's posting some of his old, uh, well, all of his musicals kind of one weekend after the other. Um, you know, and the two other people who kind of personify that too are Joe Wicks and, and Jack Monroe. I didn't really know Joe Wicks like that, but, um, you know, he, we've been doing the uh, the gym 
<laughs> yes, have we. <laughs> okay, good. It's quite hard. <laughs> I didn't realise how unfit I was. But um, it's just his kind of enthusiasm and, and buoyancy. And you genuinely feel that he wants people to do it for good reasons. And Jack Monroe is exactly the same, you know? And, I, and, and that kind of boils down to something which I think a lot of uh, celebrities crave, but don't necessarily have, which is this idea of authenticity. And so this authenticity you're t- talking about is something they already do, but are giving to the public for free or, you know, giving information for free. Is, is that what the key thing is here? Yeah, I, I mean, I think what it is, it's it sounds kind of slightly more corporate, but it's, it's basically on brand. Yeah. You know, I think the people that are doing stuff um, that is working and is effective are people that already exist within that brand. I think when people get miffed, the sort of Gal Gadot uh, Imagine video being a kind of prime example or, or Madonna in the bath, you know, it's the idea that that's not their brand. But, you know, the whole point about someone like Gal Gadot is she is Wonder Woman. She is this kind of person, gorgeous literally amazonian uh madonna is is not one of us madonna is madonna she's this icon and so kind of having people like that say we're just like you feels like a lie do you think that covid19 has impacted celebrity culture sort of long term my hmm, my inclination would be no <laughs> short, yeah. short answer, um, because that kind of implosion um, breakdown in celebrity has already kind of happened and it's been happening over the past 15 years. So that's quite interesting, actually, because thinking of some other people being criticised during um, COVID-19 is I'm thinking like, so, you know, big stars like Ellen DeGeneres, who's come under fire for the way she's treated her staff, um, Farrell Williams, you know, asking people to give money to health workers. Is this because uh, of, um, again, not understanding the game? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I think also that, you know, if you've never... It's really difficult to describe when when you kind of are embroiled in the the celebrity circuit. But um, you know, if when you're going on to that kind of dealing with those kind of big Hollywood stars, it's difficult to, you know, they really don't understand for the most part what it's like to be a normal person anymore. And you know, yeah. I don't blame celebrities for that because they're not treated normally. You know, we don't treat them in a, in a normal way. And I don't think it's fair, actually, to really what I mean is you can't kind of almost imprint the same attitudes that we might have on them because they are removed from that person already. So there are times, though, when celebrities do feel the need to um, rise to the occasion or be public in times of uh, crisis. And I was just thinking, can you can you think of a previous crisis where, you know, celebrities rose to the occasion or equally didn't that has parallels with the current global pandemic that we're under at the moment? I always kind of go back to 9-11. I was in the States during 9-11 and um, the immediate aftermath of 9-11 was that um, I remember watching TV and it was like celebrity is finished. There won't, you know, there will never be another red carpet again. There'll never be another um, Oscars again. There'll never be another, you know, there'll be no comedy shows. Obviously, that wasn't the case. You know, that that it turned around very, very quickly. And 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 um, and what we needed at that time, in fact, were people to kind of come out and say, hey, it's OK to laugh. It's OK to joke. And actually what came out of it was very, very buoyant and, dare I say, it kind of rejuvenated 
uh, celebrity scene. Paris Hilton was born out of that kind of scene. Nicole Richie and all those kind of people, those kind of noughties uh, reality stars. And so and it rejuvenated and changed the way that celebrity um, happens. Which makes me think about things like, you know, uh, One World Together at Home, which has happened uh, recently. I was interested because it was called things like the Living Room Live Aid and the Wi-Fi Woodstock. I mean, do you think those kind of comparisons are sensible? What, what I mean, I think what has fundamentally changed, you know, with the lockdown is how we um, are able to absorb things and, and what we kind of don't mind anymore both of us journalism lecturers and we've been you know I'm sure well, I've certainly been t- telling students that while we teach them kind of quote-unquote traditional slash old-fashioned whatever you want to call it skills actually as an audience we've become much more attuned to the different kinds of things that um, the ways that people might want to record things on tv now so you know whether that's like via skype calls or whether that's on their phones in the middle of a war zone or whatever it might be and I think actually what the lockdown has done is made um, the media and the celebrities and entertainment, all that kind of stuff, aware of how they can do things and how they can do things differently. And I think that's definitely a change that will come out of out of the lockdown. But that's more a kind of procedural change rather than like, you know, a cultural change. What did you think about sort of Lady Gaga's you know, tone in setting this up? It was like, put your wallet, put your wallets away, put your money away, which is obviously very different from your classic celeb crisis concert, which is all about fundraising. Absolutely. And I think that's where, you know, going back to those kind of the wicks and co's of this of this world, that's where they've really succeeded. You know, they haven't asked people for anything. They've just said, I'm going to do this thing. Why don't you join in? And um, that's definitely where Lady Gaga kind of won, won that. I think the other thing that's quite interesting that maybe has sort of come out from this is obviously in the news, there's been a lot about um, who's disproportionately affected by um, COVID-19, you know, particularly in terms of class and in terms of race. And actually CNN did uh, did a show called Colour of COVID with celebrities like Lin-Manuel Miranda and Sean Coombs, like mm. highlighting um, the disproportionate effects that COVID-19 has had on people of colour. Was that a different move, do you think, to to usual? Um, I think, you know, I, I think that the um, entertainment world is actually becoming much more attuned to diversity. You know, I think at least there are a bunch of people trying to make a difference there. Lin-Manuel Miranda is a good case in point, Shonda Rhimes, um, the kind of TV mogul as well. But, uh, you know, it's certain, I mean, it is where it becomes problematic, I think, potentially anyway, is where they're going, well, we're we're doing this because um, it's almost like to say that we're covering all sides of this argument, but actually it's just uh, you know, to get more celebrities on or something like that. And and they're not, it, it's coming from a, a sort of n- a non-altruistic place, I suppose. In the US, it has been interesting on the news that we've seen like sort of several anti-COVID restriction protests happening, being funded by, you know, right-wing groups such as sort of Proud Boys. Um, are these groups taking on celebrity status because they are doing something, grabbing the, the news at- news attention is this a sort of celebrity status for them? Oh, God. Well, I mean, I, I wish it wasn't. But I mean, it all spirals back to this this authenticity um, thing. You know, they're using the same tools as as celebrities um, do to kind of make their way in the world these days. They're using social media 
they're using kind of populist techniques they're using youtube until that kind of stuff is battened down until people come to realize that you know those kind of social media networks need to be policed a bit a little bit better and that freedom you know demands responsibility as well and doesn't doesn't mean i can do whatever i like yeah there's a worry that they're going to increase that kind of level of visibility and by you know and and the, the reality is is that we just you know human beings crave celebrity they want people to look up to they want people to 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 deify if you know if 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 you want to call it that like that's always been the way through human civilization and now it's everyone from joe wicks through to tom hanks through to uh, lady gaga through to um well i won't talk about his i won't mention his name but the guy who who kind of is in charge of proud boys so um yeah i mean Unfortunately, they do kind of sit on an equal plateau um, and, you know, that's potentially dangerous. You've been listening to The Know How, the podcast that dissects pressing issues with academics and experts. It was presented by Lindsay Blumel and Glenda Cooper and produced by Atina Dimitrova. For more information on this and our other episodes, please go to our website, www.thenowhowpodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at Know How Podcast or on Facebook at The Know How Podcast.